Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hooper's Lab Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk all things basketball. I'm joined here by my co-host, Riley. Hello, hello, hello. Well, you, your voice changed today. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to got that almost game. Got that almost 18 ball drop. <laughs> yeah, I, nah, bro. I thought that I was going to grow a full beard overnight. It didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. Uh, how are you? Um, terrific. Trade deadline was uh, interesting. It was... Do you think that it was underwhelming or do you think that was more than you expected i mean from what they from what they like how Woj hyped it up like what did he say like 17 trades 19 trades i mean there were only seven teams that didn't it was the most i seen a stat that was like it was the most trade in any trade deadline and like from what they were like from what they were saying i guess you could say it was a letdown but i actually really uh I think the trade deadline was a W for some teams. I think the main reason for that is because the Magic did three major trades, and I didn't think that they were going to – that kind of pushes it. And yeah, also, like, they were that's big true. So. Yeah, like – yeah, in terms of, like, team like the Magic, they're not – they didn't – obviously their trades, uh, they weren't the best, but – we'll We'll talk about that, yeah. Um, they did what they had to do. They did what they had to do, which, like, I mean – I we've been saying for them to finally like move on from some of those guys and rebuild, and they finally have. Yeah, it's so, about it's about damn time. So they could easily get a really good player in this draft class, and then just develop their guys, build that young culture, and then just keep working their way back up. That's true. Like, That's true. A guy like Josh Green would be really really. Or, is it Josh Green? Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Josh Green's the one on the Mavs. Jalen Green. Uh, is a really good shooting guard, and he would be phenomenal uh, on this team. Even like a guy like Cade Cunningham, you could even get like just exactly. No, exactly. But yeah, so Vucevic. We'll talk about the Vucevic trade first, um, and it's pretty significant because he's basically been a Magic lifer so far. He played one season with the Seventy Sixers his rookie year, but like, yeah, we know him for the Magic. Nah, bro. I know. I know him for the Sixers. Yeah, bro. His first season with the Sixers when he played 15 minutes a game. <laughs> that was prime Vucevic. I actually really like the trade both ways. Okay, okay. Um, um, what are the exact details? All I can think of is Wendell. Wendell and Otto Porter? And then there's a pick, Wend- wasn't there? Wendell, Otto Porter, and two first-round picks. Okay. But Otto Porter is just like filler just to make the sound yeah. work. Which like because he's making like twenty eight mil for one year, so it's just yeah, yeah. When are expensive. the when when are the picks? Uh I actually don't know. I think I'm I'm almost positive one of them is for this year, but I could be wrong. And then one of them is like a future pick, but I'll check. That's I that's a really good bag for Vucevic. Some people have been saying the opposite. No, I really like that bag. Like Otto Porter, obviously you don't expect him there next year. But he'll he'll no, he just balance salaries. But for yeah, now, he'll... for now he'll he'll give you good minutes. He'll play, you know, decent. Obviously not okay. that thirty mil contract. But I got the detail for the first round pick. So the first round picks going to the Magic are for twenty twenty one. So this upcoming class, and then twenty twenty three. Whose pick is the twenty twenty one pick? Do the mag do the Bulls have more than one pick? No, I like. Think... Oh yeah, that's their pick. <laughs> it's just the Bulls picks. Um, yeah. 
that's it's not bad because like obviously I don't expect the Bulls like now that they have Vucevic I expect I I'm hoping that they make the playoffs um with where they are um but like it yeah like you said just for the magic it's more about finally fucking giving up on that being in the middle of the pack area it's more symbolic but yeah and like, like and even with the like have gone more that's true but i don't know it just i feel like i like i like wendell but you know he's been a little he's been a little rough lately um, no, yeah, I was a really big fan of Wendell last year, and I thought that he was going to have a breakout season, but he has not been doing great this year. And I don't know why that is. Like, he's just... He's Billy, Billy Donovan plays... He's trying to win. He plays who he needs to play to win. That's true, and then Wendell has just struggled. But yeah, the Bulls, they're finally trying to build that winning culture around Zach Levine. And... Which I, I like to see that. That's why I, I'm, I, I like it for the Bulls. No, yeah, because the whole timeline with, like, the young guys and Zach Levine, like, it didn't fit. No, exactly. Because, like, with Markinen, Wendell, Kobe, like, they weren't guys that were, like, ready to they were ready those to guys yeah. on a winning team. And Levine's like, hey, I'm ready now. Like, Yeah. But so, gang Vucevic, Chicago has two all-stars. So, like. Yeah, no, they got some firepower now. They got some firepower. They got some firepower now. And it's just, like, the only thing that's, like kind of weird is Markinen. Like, That's what I was thinking. I feel like this is going to A, hurt Markinen more in terms of development and B, he's also an upcoming free agent and I don't think he's a good fit next to Vucevic. I, I feel like Vucevic, like Jonathan Isaac, I feel like was a really good fit at the four next to Vucevic. Like he needs that like defensive, even like even like Aaron Gordon Thad would be bad next well, to Thad, him. Well, Thad Young Thad is Young. on the Bulls, and he's been Thad having Young. a great season. Thad Young's been having a great season. I wouldn't be surprised if Laurie Markkinen comes off the bench, which is that's. Like, a, I mean, he did. Uh, Billy Don Billy Donovan did that with Wendell and Kobe, yeah. So I would not be surprised. Are they run, they're running Sato at point guard? I guess, huh? Uh they have been. Yeah, I'm not mad about that actually, though. No, I'm not either. Like Kobe, yeah. Kobe, I picture Kobe as that guy that could come off the bench and get you some buckets. No, exactly. And that's what I said his ceiling was kind of before. People were like, he's going to be an all-star <laughs> in his rookie season. And I was like, um, I Calm don't know. Calm down, Jamal. Yeah, no. But, Bro, everybody just be saying everybody's going to be an all-star. Exactly. Are we going to be all-stars? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it. Literally every young player that, easy, that even is like, a little bit good. It's like, oh yeah, all star potential, all star. <laughs> and it's like Tyler Harrell, he's gonna be a superstar. Oh yeah, but Tyler Harrell, he's a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know what Markinen's future is like. It's just and, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like for him, you'd like him to be able to play that center, but he's not gonna be able to. So like. He's not a good fit next to Vucevic. No, exactly. Like he I don't, really I don't like, time. I don't like. No, I don't like his future on the Bulls. No, on the Bulls. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, I don't like his future on the Bulls. Like I really like his potential if he gets a change of scenery and goes to a different team. I don't even know like where he would like go though, like where I could see him going, like a team that would offer him a bag. Yeah, I could see like the Cavs. If I'm the Cavs, I'm offering him a big bag. Sexland and Markinen. Sexland, Markinen, Jared Allen, and Isaac Okoro. 
That's nice a nice bottom. core. That is actually a really nice core. No, yeah, and then they could just throw money at him. They could just be like, "Here, give it here. Take, take our money. money. <laughs> take our money." But no, like a young, like I think he should go to a team where he has like the opportunity to flourish because I really think he could. Like if he goes to a team where he gets lots of opportunity, where he can get lots of shots, and just have some good supporting young pieces around him, I think that he could thrive. That's true. That's true. Like I'm trying to think. Like even like the Hornets would be cool too. That's what I was thinking. We know how they like um, offering players. They like get. They like. Or you gonna say how they like uh how they constantly are trying to get a big but never do? Oh yeah, they literally that's been like for five years it seems like we want Drummond, we want Montrezl Harrell, we want White, literally, Sons, we want... and then we have Cody Zeller. Yeah, <laughs> the goat, <laughs> the goat Cody Zeller. Nah, facts. He's lemonade man. <laughs> ah, what is I love that. Do you know the when he had that lemonade stand to Fuck pay no. for his contract? You don't remember that? That's why I call him Lemonade Man. <laughs> when Kemba was a free agent, he had um, he set up a lemonade stand, and then he said all proceeds go to Kemba Walker's contract. <laughs> and then Kemba left. <laughs> I guess the lemonade stand didn't work. My man, Kemba ain't give no fucks about his lemonade stand. No fucks. Um. Vucevic trade. Let's talk about from the Magic perspective. I mean, two firsts, Wendell. I think it's decent. No, I don't. I don't mind it because you get that young piece that they want. They they got what they wanted basically. They they wanted picks and they wanted a young guy to go along with it. Whether Wendell's gonna turn out to be nice for them, we'll see. It also I feel like it also just shows that they're giving up on Mo Bamba, which which is, is fair, but. If they like, would have gone, like, a young wing... Like, exactly. Like, do the Magic just not like getting wings? Like, I don't get it, bro. They literally don't like wings. They're like, nope, we like bigs. They we like, just big, like bigs. We like bigs and point guards. Bigs and... They don't even like point guards, because they had DJ Augustine forever. <laughs> they just like bigs, bro. They just like a plethora of bigs. Because it's just like... They always draft bigs, too. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, you could have given... Like, you could have picked up any type of wing, and even just giving Mo Bamba a chance, like, and that, I'd yeah. like just to see if he could do anything. But like, I don't even know. Like, I do not know a single thing that he has done in his career so far. Literally, he, he's like, been in no... 2018. Like, I don't. I've never seen a Mo Bamba highlight. There is. I was just about to say. There's no like moment or just like anything that sticks out at all about Mo Bamba. Like he just doesn't get playing time. And like I feel like it's not even that he's like bad or anything. Like, well, obviously it's not good, but he just had he just has had literally no opportunity. Like he's got a modern day esque play style, which I think could work. No, yeah, like he can stretch the floor. He can stretch the floor. He can he's protect the rim. As hell. Exactly, he's extremely athletic. He can protect the rim. Like I like the idea of Mo Bamba. Mobile? No, I do too. Like I like the idea of Mo Bamba, but without giving Mo Bamba any fucking like any time to play at all, I don't know if, if Mo Bamba can be that. He averages fourteen minutes a game in his career. Like that is way too. <laughs> Fifth overall pick. 
fifth overall pick just doesn't get PT. And, like, I don't know why they drafted, like, a player with high potential but need development when the Magic are a bad can't, development team. Can't do that. <laughs> no, literally. Well, like, if Mo Bamba goes somewhere else, like, I could definitely see him, like, breaking out if a team gives him a chance and has a good development system. Well, Andy, Andy had that, like, right before the draft. Everybody was going crazy over Mo Bamba. The song also didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> the song has been more successful than his career, which is by a lot. By a yeah, it's not even close. <laughs> which is just sad. Um, grade the trade from both sides. Um. Oh, I just realized something. I'm unintentionally rocking a Bulls jersey right now. MJ. Yeah. Go Levine. Woo. <laughs> um. Let's see. First, let's think of who I think won. I don't know why. Like, I can't. I'm just like sitting here looking, trying to think, but I'm literally like my mind is like blank. Okay, um, I'll start. I'll start. I think the Bulls. I give it an A. I mean, Chicago's a big market. They're trying to establish that winning culture. Getting an All Star for what they gave up is pretty good. The only no, thing that's... that doesn't make it as good as it is is just like the fit with like Markinen and his future, and they might like give them up for nothing in the offseason. But, I mean, I'd give it an A. Yeah, I'd give it, like, A, A-. And then for the Magic, I think A-. It's... Like a B. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, like a B. Like, two tiers lower than the Bulls. Like, if the Bulls are an A, then then the Magic should be a B plus. If the Bulls are a B plus, then it's not. It's nothing bad, but... No, we're not saying it's bad. It's just, like, yeah. too many variables. No, exactly. And with the Magic, they don't really handle their variables well. So. No, like, it could turn out to be really good for them, but knowing the Magic, it won't. It could also turn out like they they miss on their draft picks and Wendell just like washes out. No, exactly. So, yeah, I, I give it, yeah, I give it a B. So, Aaron Gordon also got traded. Um, What do you think about this trade to the Nuggets? It's for Hampton. Hampton, a first, and Gary Harris. Honestly, for the Nuggets, I'm giving this trade like AA plus, bro. Bro, I love Aaron Gordon on the Nuggets, bro. I love this trade for the Nuggets. I think we were talking about that last episode with Aaron Gordon. That like, if he goes to the Timberwolves, yeah, like next amazing all star offensive center who needs that defense next to him on a winning team. Gorgeous, gorgeous. It is, and then Gordon's kind of like that, like. I don't want to, like, Paul Millsap kind of, like, defensively. That's I what think I was thinking. Like, defensively, I think that they're similar because they're both, like, 6'8 power forwards that get steals. And they, like, they they have a good defensive impact, but, like, they don't really put up, like, amazing defensive stats. But I compare, like, defensively to Paul Millsap, so. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of it is, like, it's, like, refilling in the gap that Jeremy Grant lost for them. No, that's what I was thinking because that's why they've been struggling this season. And I think that really fills that gap. Also, they got JaVel McGee, which I think fills that backup center spot by losing Plumlee. Because, the Nuggets legend. Because Plumlee did get minutes for them. No, exactly. Though, but he was good yeah. for them off the bench. No, he was. So getting that backup center, like, I really like what the Nuggets did a lot. No, and yeah, this is a, this will be really good. Jokic, is, is Jokic going to get that MVP now? I think that the Nuggets could, like, go on a run. And yeah, okay. Who's going to start at shooting guard for the... What? Has Gary Harris been starting for them? I don't know if he has, actually. I'll check. If he has, then that's kind of tough. 
Because I was doing a magic rebuild, and I saw that Gary Harris was a 73 overall, bro. I didn't know he was that shit this season. He started every game for them this season. God, golly. That's bad. No, I think that they're either going to – I think that there's two things they could do. From my knowledge of the roster, I think they could run Will Barton at the two. That's fair. And then run MPJ at the three and then Aaron Gordon at the four. Or you could have a backcourt of – wait, do they still have Monty Morris? They do, right? Yeah. You could run Monty Morris at thinking. point guard and then Jamal at shooting Monty. guard and then Will Barton off the bench. I was going to say Compazzo, but I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that – no, I think Mon- Monte Morris is underrated. I think that No, Monte, Mor- Monte Morris is a hooper, bro. No, yeah. Another thing about this trade is, like, Jokic is so good at finding cutters. And, like, Gordon, he can pop the three this season and amazing cutter. So, like, I think that that's going to be beautiful. It's a, it, no, it's a, an amazing fit for the Nuggets. It's a beautiful fit. I honestly give them, like, an A, A+. Plus. I yeah. mean – they give they give up Gary Harris, who's like just a balanced salaries, and I don't know how many years he has left, but like he's basically has no value. No, exactly. <laughs> and then a first, which like picks are just like throw-ins, you know? No, that's just like they they make the deal look better. I think the main like piece of this trade that's really going to determine it is RJ Hampton. Hampton, no, exactly, because like if Hampton doesn't turn into anything, it just looks kind of like a fat ass L for the. For the magic, which I mean, no surprises. That's all they do is take L's. But I could see him being a good backup point guard. No, I could see him becoming a nice backup as well. Or you don't see him being an all star. <laughs> RJ Hampton got all star written all over him this season. All over. He's he woke up feeling dangerous. Two points, six <laughs> points per game. Twenty seven percent from. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah. Aaron Gordon, A plus for the Nuggets. I'd say for the Magic, it's like C, C plus. I'd say a C. Yeah, I'd say a C, C plus. Again, like it's just like another one. Trade. It's just another one of those trades that's like it could be decent. It's definitely a W for the Nuggets, though. No, no, exactly. I, I without a doubt, I, I love it for the Nuggets. No, nah, that fit is brilliant. Did they choose? Uh, you choo choo choose me? <laughs> did they, free, free agency? Did they choose uh, Paul Millsap over Jeremy Grant, or did he just like leave? Like he just wanted to leave. I'm actually not sure because I, I feel think, like it was more him wanting to leave. I think but... he wanted to leave, and I Which feel like that they didn't want to give him the money that he wanted because he obviously got a lot of money. So I think that it was more about that. Um. Yeah, from the looks of it, I feel like it was just him wanting to go, getting that opportunity. I mean, he he believed in himself, so like... Respect it, respect it. I mean, that championship window for the Nuggets, I mean, I don't think that their depth is good enough to be a championship team, and also, like, there still are those problems, but, like, they're back to where they were last year, probably. No, exactly. And they're, they're scary. And just being competitive in the West and making that trade, it's I can't say how much I love this trade. I just can't wait to see it on the court. No, exactly. Um, which trade should we talk about next? There's another oh. magic trade, right? Oh yeah, we could oh we could quickly talk about Evan Fournier. Um oh, yeah. the Celtics raw <laughs> Just kidding. That was Evan a fucking Fournier. That was a fucking highway robbery, bro. That is the worst one of the worst trades ever. Evan Fournier. Is a twenty point per game score. 
he has <laughs> been an elite shooter in his career. And he also, like, I said that, like, I, I remember saying this one podcast, that Evan Fournier is like Chris Middleton light. He's like a he's like a diet a diet Chris Middleton. Yeah, you know, there's like Pepsi and then there's Diet Pepsi. He's the Diet Pepsi. He's want my face, want my breath. But that's not a bad thing. Like, when is like, his contract up? Because I feel that's like exactly that was, what I, think, I was. No, that's what I, I was think. Thinking. That was one of the issue, the main issue. I mean, even if it's a rental, that's still really oh five year deal. Wait, no, I know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how accurate this is. <laughs> no, that that's from a while. Okay, no, he's a free agent after this season. Okay, that's what I thought. Even still, no, that he like he's gonna give the Celt like he gives the Celtics a fucking shot because, um, I mean, he gives them that depth. Makes them more competitive. Yeah, that depth. Bro, they added the depth for basically nothing because the depth has been <laughs> one of the main issues. They couldn't even get a first, bro. Not even a... They couldn't even get, like, a young player. Bro, the Celtics have a million young players. They couldn't get one? <laughs> There's literally oh. so many young players that, like, aren't going to turn into anything, but they, like, have some intrigue. They couldn't get one of those? <laughs> so, basically, the Celtics lineup is going to be... Kemba, Smart, JB Tatum, Robert Williams. I mean, that's what. I mean, they probably are going to start Robin Williams. Ro- I said Robin Williams. <laughs> They're not going to start Robin Williams from Jamal. <laughs> no. And off the bench, they'll have Pritchard, Fournier, Tristan. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh. Tristan Thompson. I don't know who they have for forwards yet. Yeah, Tristan oh, Thompson. I know uh, that's Mason. They have Wagner. Oh, yeah, they do have Wagner now. So, Wagner at the four and Tristan Thompson at the four. And then probably Naismith as the fifth guy. Yeah. So, like, so it's better. <laughs> I honestly like that. No, I'm not I'm not horribly – I'm not uh, too mad about their depth now. There's also versatility in the lineup when it comes to, like – you could start Marcus Smart. You could bench him. You could have no, exactly. You could have um, Fournier starting, or you could bench him. You could have, but I would personally start Marcus. I Smart. would start Smart. I would yeah. start Smart. No, I would Fournier come out the bench. No, Just that's lethal. That's a lethal six man. I just They're really, not- I really want to see Robert Robert Williams hoop out for them. Like, I want to no. see how he now that he can actually get some fucking consistent minutes. I think he will. I think that there will be kind of a learning curve when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah. Going up against just when rim protection is that much more important. And like, I, I liked like him again. I, think, I liked him in the series last year when he would come up and play against the Raptors. Like that series, I really liked the minutes he was giving them last year. Yeah, that was a lower role, though. Like if he gets an extended no, role as a starter in a playoffs, like that's that's tough. It's no, exactly. To Daniel Tice was out here averaging like five fouls against the Raptors last year. So, yeah, I guess that's true, <laughs> bro. Daniel Tice, man. Um, this this trades an A plus for the for the Celtics for what A they plus. gave up at least. <laughs> they gave up nothing, bro. They literally gave up nothing for like even if it's a rental, like I don't care. You still could have gotten more for that for a rental. No, Magic exactly. Enough. It's an F for the Magic. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're telling me that a 20-point-per-game score expiring contract couldn't get you more than two seconds? 
Literally, like even Especially just one first, have, just one yeah. first. Like they were, what were the what, what what was the trade before? Aaron Gordon and Danny and uh, Evan Fournier for Smart and two set first. Yeah, wasn't that the yeah? What the hell? Like you're telling me that Marcus Smart and two firsts was all because of Aaron Gordon. Yeah, like it's essentially what like, you're saying. Like what? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of dumb. <laughs> what else is new? It's the magic. I mean, they probably would have, he probably just would have walked in free agency. So I get, I guess getting something is good, but I'm sure there could have been more than what they got. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Norman Powell. So, some people been... saying, some people have been saying no trades now, some people have been saying it's a dub. But like, I, like, I've just been watching the his Twitter games just, like, go up, up, uppity. No, exactly. Like, whenever I watch Raptors games or check into the box scores, it's like, Norman Powell's going off. And, I mean, he's almost – he's a 20-point-per-game score, which is crazy. I don't know who – like, I don't know because some people don't like the trade for the Raptors because they're going to have to pay Gary Trent. Yeah, that's the one thing. Which to pay I don't, th- I don't know if I'd even be mad about that, bro. Like, I think Gary Trent can be a, like a consistently good score. Yeah, like we've seen flashes of that in the bubble, and then everyone was like, "Gary Trent's gonna break out, and he's gonna be this guy against this." He, he's he's the next CJ. I mean, no, nah, Gary Trent. They're gonna have to pay him. But, like, I think he could fit really well with the Raptors. Just, like, with their culture. Like, his defense. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of his defense. And just that grit. Yeah. I mean, obviously, scoring. He's a 15-point-per-game scorer. 40% from three. Like, he, he, can, he can hoop. No, exactly. And the expiring contract thing is kind of just, like, kind of sucks. But... How much do you, th- how much do you think he's going to want? I'd say 15 Exactly, and I'm not making a fucking big ass fuss over fi- like Norman Powell's making what twelve? Yeah. Oh. So um, like, I actually don't know how much Norman Powell. I think it's like a, I think it's like eleven, twelve. So like three, four million dollars. I'm not too. I'm not tripping over that. Yeah, I'm not beating myself up over that. And that's also like eleven point. Yeah, I'm just trying to see his contract right now because I know that he's not making a lot. But I don't know if he's an expiring contract or like what. Because if he's an expiring contract, he could get bagged. Um, okay, he plays. So this season he's under contract, and the next season he's under contract, and then he's a free agent after that. Okay. So, so two seasons. So this season left, and then next season, whole season, and then Is he's a UFA. But the return of Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood. I mean, I think he's just kind of a throw-in for yeah. the salaries. <laughs> I don't even... Has, has he been injured? Because I know he was injured. I think he's been playing. Like, I know he was injured earlier in the season, but I think he has been playing as of late. I don't know how he's been doing at all. Oh, he's averaging four points. Okay. <laughs> I remember last year he was, like, balling out. Yeah, he was good for them last year. He's not balling out right now. He's not balling out. I, here's my opinion. on. I think it's just a lateral move. No team really gets better, but no yeah. team gets worse. Like, I'd give it, like, Bs uh, across the board. I'd just give it a solid, yeah, B for both sides. I mean, that offense with the Blazers is starting to look scary, but, like... And also, here's another thing. Didn't the Trailblazers give up two first-round picks for Roko? 
It was it's two, like, right? I don't fucking know. They get two first-round picks for Rocco, and then you see some of these guys get traded for nothing. Like, you see... That's true. <laughs> Rocco's been play like, as this season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that starting lineup is probably, like, Lillard, CJ, Norman, uh, Rocco, and Nurkic. And then off the bench, you got... Who's off the bench? Mello. Um, Derek Jones Jr. <laughs> Derek Jones Jr. They got a lot of... Depth, but they don't have really like quality depth. It's not no, it's not amazing other than Melo. No, yeah. Then they got like Anthony Simon, the Zach Collins. The Blazers offense is like so ISO pick and roll. Like I, I don't think I think they're like one of the lowest assist rate teams in the league. I would not be surprised because no one's getting assists other than Lillard, and that's just because he draws so much attention. No, exactly. That's because people be picking him up from half court. No, exactly, because you have to pick him up from half court. Exactly. But yeah, that the playmaking and then Norman Powell I feel like is also gonna try and like be the hero of the team and like actually he can play off the ball though it's just like he's more of a he likes to create his own shot yeah and then with the Raptors he had the space to do that because they didn't really have much half-court shot creators he was really their only one this season no exactly because you got spinny spin Siakam and then yeah are you surprised to see Lowry didn't get traded I was going to talk about that. Um, I mean, it was his birthday, so, like, that would be bad <laughs> if he did get traded. Thank you, Lowry. He's like, I just wanted my only birthday wish was to stay on the Raptors. <laughs> he, my thing is, like, I didn't think they were going to trade him, but the rumors made me think that he was going to No, get exactly. Him. That was, like, the same thing with Lonzo as well. Like, people made oh, me yeah, think he was going to get traded more than, like, I actually thought he would, they were going to get traded. Them with John Collins. Those are the three like main players who didn't get traded, but the rumors were convinced that. I like no exactly, and I honestly I'm happy that none of them got traded. No, I'm happy that they didn't get traded either. And like like, like Lowry, I just picture him. I just can't picture him anywhere other than Toronto. I, I I'm the opposite, bro. I can picture him other places. I can picture him with like. See, I don't know, like, the Lakers, but that's just, like, my inner Lakers fan coming out, bro. So, like... Nah, the, nah, the three main teams that were rumored to get him, the 76ers, the Heat, and the Lakers, I, I can really see the thought Heat that... Lakers. Yeah, those are the three teams, and plus he's... I, I want him to go to Philly, and I've seen a rumor that, like, they were, like, so close to getting him. They were on the, like, one-yard mo- the yard, the one line from getting him, and then they just fumbled it. That's a Seahawks... What was... Pick, so. <laughs> What was the uh? Do you know what they were trying to trade for? Lowry Sixers. Um, they wanted like Tyrese Maxey, that, and, and that's probably why they didn't want to do it. And picks, yeah, no. And then for the Lakers, I don't know what it was exactly. I guess it would have had to been like Schroeder, KCP, Schroeder and Harrell, maybe. Oh, I think no. I think I. I'm just thinking salaries because Lowry makes like 34 mil. Yeah, I think it was KCP, Schroeder, and Harold. But I think the I think, one thing oh, I think I think I saw that they didn't want to give up THT. That was I was just about to say that. What do you think about that? I can't say I'm surprised, but I don't think like I can't say because I haven't really watched very many Lakers this game. This what game. the hell? I, I haven't watched many Lakers. <laughs> this game I haven't watched very many Lakers games this season, so like I'm not entirely sure what how good he's been for them. But I just don't think he's, like, like I, I don't know. I don't value keeping him that much. Unless you think, like, in terms of getting the champion, like, contending for a championship that you're, like, already good, which that's yeah. fair. Like, that's the only reason I could see keeping him, because he is young. 
Yeah, but like if you're not conf- like if you're not 100% about this team, especially with LeBron and AD coming back from those injuries and you also have like the Nets who are being powerhouses, the Heat have been stacking up. Like every team, the Clippers got better. Every team got better. And that's been this way the whole season. Every other team has been getting better. Like the Lakers no, exactly. are the top team. Every other team has been getting better and then the Lakers have stayed the same. Thing is though, they've been missing AD for a while. And now LeBron's out. Oh, I mean, like, roster-wise. No, I know. But, like, oh, they're yeah. still, like, I feel like they're still chilling. Yeah, just, like, like I no. feel like they haven't even, uh, they, they haven't even unlocked their full potential yet. No, yeah, that's true. But it's just, like, I don't know. It Like, Kyle Lowry would be a beautiful fit. No, exactly. And just getting that vet, getting that other playmaker, defender, leader, like, that'd be shooter, like, Kyle Lowry would be perfect. And if he the would reason be good you didn't get him was because of THT, like, that's an L. No, exactly. Because, like, you have, like, when you have LeBron, like, screw the young players. Like, no, exactly. If you could get an all-star caliber player. There's no reason he left the Cavs. Yeah, exactly. Well, mainly because they're ass, but. Yeah, but, like, if they had, like, Kyle Lowry, like, in two years, when LeBron, like, or I don't even know how long LeBron's going to be there, but in, let's just say three years. In three years, let's just say LeBron's gone in three years. Well, what's his contract up in two two years? Oh, well, let's say he's gone in two years. <laughs> let's say, well, this season. So let's say, let's just say he's gone in three years. Is Taylor Horton Tucker really going to be like that? He's the cornerstone. The... He's the cornerstone of the franchise. But yeah, exactly. Because like. If you don't think Talon is going to be, like, the next young guy for when LeBron leaves, then there's really no point in having him. No, exactly. Like, if he's going to be just this young role player moving forward, and that's what you see him being, and, like, that young, solid starter, like, that's not going to start I think they, I think they see him being, like, uh, one of those guys, though. Like, a super... like, the problem. Exactly. I, don't, I hope they don't see him as being a superstar, but... I think they see him being extremely good, though. Exactly. So it's like, which like I see it, but at the same time, like if that's what's if that's what was holding them back from the Lowry trade, that's bro. He, he just built kind of weird. <laughs> what? Like his body shape, it like it looked like squarish. He's kind of like that's true, actually. He's like thick, but like not thick. He's yeah, exactly. He's like thick, but he's like athletic. Exactly. He's literally, yeah. His 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 tummy's kind of. <laughs> That's okay, Talon. That's okay, Talon. Yeah, like his arms, like a lot of muscle, but also I can I can tell there's some fat in there. Okay, oh. now, we're, now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about the heat though? Mm. I was yeah. Let let's 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 talk about the heat. Let's so, talk about the heat, baby. Let's talk about my me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Victor Oladipo for okay. Let's talk about the Rockets for a second before we get. Into <laughs> what are the Rockets doing, man? It was a pick swap. They get a pick swap. Kelly Olynyk and Avery Bradley. That's for an basically L. Karis That's an L. Basically for Karis LeVert because they traded Depot straight up for Karis LeVert. So like you basically got a pick swap and two expiring guys aren't going to be on your team in a year for him so basically the rockets trade is literally just a bunch of picks and it's not even the the hardened exactly like the hardest trade the hardened trade is just a bunch of picks and 
it's not even like they're all unprotected picks. Like half of that shit is like swaps. Yeah, exactly. Because the Nets are like, we don't want to have the same problem. Like, yeah, we're not trying to go down the road again. Bro, I remember when the trade first happened, I was like, this is an L for the Rockets. And then everyone else I seen was like, this is a W for both sides. I got so many picks. Like, I yeah, knew I literally seen up. that. And my point was at the time that, like, the Thunder have been the only team in recent history to really, like, stack up on picks like this. And, like, we haven't even seen how that's Exactly. Like, you don't even know if it's going to work. Yeah, exactly. Which is which was why I was like, get the young established player. But no, let's just get a bunch of picks. So it's just like, it just doesn't look good right now. But I mean, for the Heat, that's a massive W. The Heat, that's exactly who I wanted to see them pick up. To not have to give up Duncan Robinson or Precious, like, I think that the that the Rockets could have tried to get one of those players. No, exactly. But to get none of them, like that's tough. And I love all the depots fit there in Miami. And like, if Lamarcus Aldridge gets bought out, like, that could be even more dangerous. Exactly. No, I, 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 I think he already got bought out. Oh yeah, I just mean that if he goes to the, if they sign him, which he's rumored, he's yeah, he's rumored to want to go there. That's where I think he is gonna go. So do I. I think what are the top teams like the Lakers, the Heat, and the Nets right now? That's like, yeah. I, I, I'm assuming because that's just how the bio market works. The top three <laughs> teams, they're just like. It's always them. Like, if you're in the bio market, you're not going to go to like the eighth seed. Exactly. <laughs> Goes to yeah. the Hornets. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's, let's think of the starting lineup for a second. Jurajic. Depot. They could start none. What? None. Dragic has been coming off the bench. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, in the playoffs, I don't. In the playoffs, they'd probably start Dragic. Well, then, yeah, let's think about the playoffs. Then they'd have Dragic. Well, let's just think of the roster. They got Dragic. Um, they got Dragic. Who did I just say? E. Depot. 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 Aldridge, if they get him, bam, and then off the bench, Tyler he- Hero, Duncan, uh, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan, Precious. and Precious, Trevor Ariza, Andre Iguodala. I forgot about those guys. Nemanja Bilic, Nemanja Bialica, Bialica. They have him too now. Like the thing I like about that. Is you have those vets, you have Jimmy, you have Jimmy. Depot, you have Jimmy, <laughs> you have Drogic, you have Aldridge. So those four, you would start there, your vets, they would help you a lot in the playoffs, and then Bam's that young guy, but like he obviously is gonna start. And then those young guys who could be like spark plugs. Tyrone. You got Precious, Duncan, really Tyler, like... and Kendrick. Like that's nice. That heat team is on paper, don't better than that. Don't fuck with the Heat, bro. No, the Heat could, like... Where do you think, like... What do you think their ceiling is now? Or do you think that, like... I mean, it's the they made the finals last year, so... Yeah, exactly. But, like, how well do you think they match up against, like, the other top teams in the... um In the conference? Um, I really want to see that Bucks versus Heat rematch. 
Uh, I, I think that would I think that would be an awesome series. As long as oh, that would, yeah. doesn't get clamped. No, that would be an awesome series. They're definitely in that top four tier of teams. Philly, Milwaukee, Miami, and Brooklyn. I think they're three or two. Yeah, so do I. Just I'm... like I really value them having that those perimeter defenders and also that interior defense. And their depth is really good. And their depth. And just like the vets too. Like it's scary. The only problem is like if Depot and Aldridge, how fast they can like find their footing and find their role on the team. That's true. Cause like like on paper you also have to like think about that. Because you can't just go from all on paper like how they look at the on the starting lap. You have to think about like how they're gonna adapt. Because like for Aldridge, it's probably gonna be hard to adapt. For Depot, it's probably gonna be hard to adapt. But if they, it's just about if they adapt and how fast they build chemistry. That's gonna determine how far they go. And I feel like in terms of chemistry, like the Heat already have that culture, which I think Oladipo will be. Like, Oladipo will definitely. Oladipo fit will fit perfectly no. with their culture and chemistry wise. I feel like Jimmy, Jimmy Bam, and like those main guys will get along really well with Oladipo, and they'll play like their. Uh, I guess like their team offense. I don't really know how to explain it. No, yeah, I know. Um, it's just so balanced and so beautiful. Like, honestly, like, could they like compete against the Nets? That's what I was thinking. Like, I don't want to overreact, but like, put Depot on Kyrie, Kyrie. You got Jimmy on Harden, and then Bam on Durant. Like, and plus, like just your overall team defense and you can also score. So like, I really value those two way teams in the playoffs. No, exactly. And I think the heat are probably one of the only teams that has the potential to like slow down the nets. No. And yeah, exactly. And like the heat, the heat can like out of those top four teams, the heat can, I think they can beat any of them. Exactly. They could no like, I could easily like. I wouldn't be surprised if they made the finals again. And like, honestly, they made the finals because it was a fluke. It was a fluke. It was a bubble. It was a bubble. Uh, run. Um, like, no, I are legit, bro. I'm excited for the playoffs though because I really don't know who in the East is gonna come out. Even the West, I'm like, like the Clippers. Let's talk about the Clippers because they've like they've picked it up. So I don't even know like. The Lakers and, aren't safe. And they brought, and they brought Chris Paul back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking as soon as it happened. <laughs> what do you think? So, Rondo for, I think it was two seconds and Lou Will. What do you think about that? Honestly, it's kind of meh. Like, I don't know. Like, I I, I like it because it's, like, nice insurance-y pol- insurance policy you get with playoff Rondo. Um, That's really, they just trade for playoff Rondo because, like, Two seconds and Lou Will for what Rondo's been doing this season, the regular season, is not worth it. That looks bad. No, exactly. They're really relying on him being able to, um, really relying on him being able to, you know, be just, just, I think, yeah, and just to facilitate that offense. Because, and I think it also will relieve pressure from PG and Kawhi because obviously their whole main offense is them. Yeah, um, I think it is a beautiful fit. No, I really like it. And and my Lou thing Will, is... Will for the Hawks is just kind of meh. Like, I don't really care about it. Here's my thing about the trade that's, like, the most important thing. 
even though Lou Will is like still a rotational player, Rondo raises this team's ceiling more than Lou Will does. Oh, exactly. Because Lou Will is a guy that in the playoffs has seen that like he gets exposed and his minutes get reduced and he's just not as good as a playoff performer. When it goes to Rondo, he fits exactly what this team needs. They need that playmaker, that vet, and it's just a beautiful fit in that sense. And he can actually, he's actually a, still a decent defender. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean... He's better than Lou Will. He's be- <laughs> Yes. That's not saying much. I'm a better defender <laughs> than Lou Will. But... No, I'm just kidding. But it's just like that playmaking is something that the Clippers have really needed. And I think that raises their feeling a bunch. No, exactly. So do I. Because it just creates better consistency for their team, just better flowing offense. And then if playoff Rondo is really real, like. He doesn't like could... that playoff Rondo vibe, though. You what? Still, he doesn't like that playoff Rondo vibe. I don't know why. Why did he sign with Atlanta to begin with, bro? That's what I was just about to say. That why did he? Th- why did he think? That, why did he think that was a good idea? That's what I was trying to think of because it's like the Clippers wanted to sign him in the off season, and now they just get him back, or they just get him now. No, exactly. I don't get it at all. So I just yeah, it's weird. Okay, so um. Let's just, let's just talk about some some minor trades. Um, actually, okay. Oh, we need we need to grade that one. Oh, and we didn't grade the the trade for the. I think Heat get an A plus, and then Rockets. for wait. Oh, for All Depot. Actually, no. I'm gonna give them an A, not an A plus. I'm gonna give them an A. Rockets get another like D. Rockets get like a D minus. Yeah, it's yeah, not looking good. And then how about the. Uh, Rondo trade. Um, for the Clippers, I'd give it like a B. Um, yeah. and for the Hawks, Hawks like a I guess I'd I'd give it like a C plus, B minus, yeah, just because it's, it's like, like Rondo was doing shit. So to get even get two seconds out of him, yeah, it's just like like how long is Lou Will under contract for? Just one year. Can you see he was gonna retire if he got traded from the Clippers? Do you remember <laughs> that? How long like, did Rondo sign for? Was it two years? I'm a, I I hope it's one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Like the, for the Hawks, I feel like it's just like you're getting rid of Rondo. Like I don't even really consider it's like you got Lou Will. No, yeah, exactly. Okay, he signed a um he's uh I think it's a two year. Or maybe it's an option he has. Uh, no, he's under contract this year and next year. Okay, that's what I thought. But just getting that vet, getting that playmaker, like, I like it. It's not bad. It's just, like, I want to see it first. I want to see how much the impact really is there. That's true. Because like, it's like, he's he going to affect that triangle offense that they want to run. He could either, like, be a beautiful fit, or they could just, like, or he could just be, like, what he's doing right now. No, exactly. So that's why it's like, at the end of the day, I guess it's better than Lou Will. No, yeah, that's that's what I think too. Um, let's just talk about some minor trades quickly. Daniel Tice to the Bulls. Um, they've got a nice center rotation now. Like Tice and uh, Tice and Vucevic. That's a really yeah. good like that depth that they have now. And like. They have Kobe White, Sadoransky, 
Levine, Patrick Williams, Markinen, Thad Young, Vucevic, Tice. Yeah, I like the Bulls, bro. Hey, that's good. I think that they're. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs play. as well. They should. Yeah, they should. They definitely should make the play in. They'll definitely make the play in because I think the Raptors are going to go down, and then I think that the Hornets are also going to go down, and then I think that the Bulls will rise. I hope that they do. No, exactly. I think the Bulls are scary. I think that Daniel Tice is perfect for the Bulls, just like not in that role that he's been playing on the Celtics, where it's like starting center. Starting power forward. Starting, yeah, starting power forward. Starting small forward. No, I'm just kidding. I really like that fit. No, I, I like it too. That's and rotation. then the Celtics that rotation in general is really good. I don't really the so the Celtics got back Mo Wagner from that, right? Yeah. I don't really understand why you don't just keep Tice at that point. No, I don't. I like Tice is better. is better than Mo Wagner. So like, I I don't know, bro. Unless you really want, unless you really want to, like, get that younger guy. I Tice guess this isn't even that young though, but or that old. But uh, yeah, he's like twenty-eight. Unless you want to, unless you're like trying to buy in on Robert Williams, like I don't know. I I'm gonna have to see what the Celtics do because I just have a lot of question marks with them right now. That's true. Um, George Hill to the 76ers. I like that. It's nice. Just gain that vet, gain that efficient. Good, good fit, fit necessary. Off ball player. And I'm trying to think of like their backup. Who was their backup PG before? I mean, I guess like. Trying to, do you say Jimmy? <laughs> Maxi. Oh, I thought he said Jimmy. <laughs> George Hill's been really nice though. It's a really good addition. No, George Hill's really good for affiliate. What did they give up? Like nothing. I looked at the trade. There's no no. No notable pieces. But, like, my thing is, like, I hope that the 76ers experiment lineups with George Hill at the point. Simmons. Yeah. yeah. With... I think I think George Hill's a good fit next to Simmons. Exactly. No, that's what I'm thinking. And, like, I want to see them try Simmons in different positions. Oh, no, exactly. And that's what no, I think. That was, that was sus. That was sus. <laughs> and that's what I think this gives you the opportunity to do. <laughs> Fuck. No, yeah, I think that just gives the team more versatility, more shooting, more vets. I think that it's just a solid trade all around. They didn't give up anything either, so it's just it's just good for them. No, exactly. Not really like notable, but like it's a good like low key move. No, exactly. And now the last trade we'll talk about is JJ Redick. Basically, for what was it? It was JJ Redick and Melly. James like, Johnson. Oh, they James dished out Melly. Yeah, Melly's gone. Thank God. I thought you had. A, I thought you were gonna have a party, bro. I didn't know he was gone. He was of course, the, he was course. in the trade, bro. The Mavs were just trying to get more foreign players. I swear. I was just about to say they give up a black guy for two white guys. They're like, yep, <laughs> good trade. <laughs> Mark Cuban said we like this one. Yeah, literally. How many? How many? I'm dead serious. How many like non-white players do they have on their team? Let's see. There's Josh Richardson. Tim, Tim Hardaway. Hardaway. Okay, so there's actually a lot now that I think about it, but there's a lot of non... Um, Who else? <laughs> That's all I could think of. <laughs> but no, J.J. Riddick, I think that... For the I think it's a good fit. A second ...for a guy that they were going to buy out, basically. And I think it's not bad for... Ow, fuck. I think it's not bad for uh, the Mavs, either. I think it's really good for the Mavs. Like, yeah, I think J.J. fit... Like, he... 
Obviously, I don't expect him to come out here and do what Seth Curry was doing for them last year. Even if he's just like it's like similar to that, it, that bench or not that bench guy, but like that locker room guy, because they didn't really have any like guys with playoff experience a lot. Exactly, and that's like, all. They have no guys with playoff experience, no guys with you know no vets. So I think getting that is a W to it, and then also JJ being able to shoot that clip and be valuable in that sense and being next to Luca. I think no, exactly. Like, and really I think the problem, I think the problem with JJ is that sometimes it was like he was trying too hard to find his shot, and like when yeah, he, but he doesn't need to. That's exactly, true. and he's not going to have to do that with obviously with Luca next to him. Like Luca will do that shit for him. So no, because sometimes JJ tries to be like a shot creator. That's what he tried to do on like the Pelicans. I've seen a lot, like trying to create his own shot. But all he needs to do is just stand in the corner, come off screens. Every once in a while, like he's Jay, and that's what he, that's what he likes to do. That's what he does. No, exactly. You don't even need to take. You don't even need to take an inside like layup. All all. You just, there's no need to. <laughs> you could just shoot three threes a game. Nine. Threes as a nine. No, literally threes and like the occasional mid range. Yeah, the the like, occasional pull up. The occasional like pull up, but yeah, like. I think it's good to give up virtually nothing for him. I think it's a W. And for the Pelicans, there's not really much to think about. Like, it's just, just basically giving them up for nothing, which, like, that's what their value basically was. No, exactly. Melly, Melly was so shit this season. Glad Melly was just... I remember when someone was like... Remember when... your YouTube video? You, you yeah, forgot I... to talk about Melly. You forgot to talk about Melly. He was a beast overseas, and he's going to come over and be an all-star. <laughs> I literally, we literally never heard of this man. We never heard of him. You mean and... Mello? Yeah, we said, we said, they got Carmelo? <laughs> Bro, I didn't know Melly was doing this bad. He shoots 25% from the field. Whoa. Yeah, literally, he cannot hit a fucking shot this year. <laughs> What's he shooting from three? I sorry, I haven't seen him make one three. 19% on two. I was going to say, I haven't seen him make one three this year. I didn't know he shot 25 from the field. That is awful. No, he's been so dog. Melly's going to be out of the league next and year. And it's just because, like, all he does is shoot threes. So, like, most of his percentage is getting dragged down because he can't hit a three to save his life. No, yeah, he only takes one field goal a game. That's and rough. And he, he takes two threes a game and then one field goal. One regular field goal. Okay, so it's, like, one two-pointer. I was like, how the hell does that make sense? <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's attempted. He attempts one field goal. He doesn't... That's not how many points. Like, he takes one but shot that's not a three a game. Okay. Takes, he takes... He attempts two threes a game and takes one shot that's a non-three. Yeah, yeah. And he shoots 0.3 free throws a game. Very nice. I was gonna say, I don't think I've... I, like, have not seen him on the line. Well, he, he's not – with his play style and just he's, – he's not the type of guy to get to the line. Bro, like, the thing is, like, he's, like, always at the three-point line. Like, he'll – and he's, like, deep half the time, too. Like, bro, who do you think you are? He thinks he's Lillard. <laughs> Logo Melly. Like, it's just, like, end of the shot clock. You, uh, it's, like, they double Brandon Ingram. He kicks out to Melly, who's at, like, half court. And he's, like, I'm going to hit it. And then air ball or just <laughs> – He's, like, I got – don't worry, guys. I got this. <laughs> yeah um but that's all for this episode of the hoopers lab podcast we talked about 
the trade deadline or yeah stuff that happened at the trade deadline a lot of interesting stuff that happened we're excited to see how these affects these how these trades affect these teams moving forward i'm excited and yeah that's all for us now uh thank you for listening to the podcast we hope you tune in for the next time that we decide to talk about basketball and we'll see you in the next one take care 